I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something right. So I'm a Welcome to Gap Sell Keenan number 13. We are going to be talking with David Quick. Let's see how quick David is and his ability to get me to buy, uh, buy his product or service. Now, listen up. Gap Sell, you know how it works. Gap Sell Keenan. If you have a product or service that you think I need and I have the problem, I will buy it. But you have to do this shit live in front of the world. So, with that said, here we go. I'm going to bring in our first or our next number, Lucky 13. Lucky 13. We're going to bring in David Quick here. David, welcome, 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 David. What's going on, brother? Uh, not much, Keenan. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And at least 13, it's not a Friday. So we'll go. True, true. That would be crazy, actually. That would be crazy. How you doing, baby? You ready? Awesome. Ready to go. All right, man. This is your time. Have at it. Have at it. Super. Instead of all the uh, gl glorious accolades that most give you, I clearly, from an outside, looks like 2019 was a remarkable year from you, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I said simply, what were you most proud of professionally about the year? What would you say? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, the book. The book. So the, the book, book. Hands down, the book. And, Very proud of that. Um, awesome book. Read it cover to cover. From your perspective, my guess is, hey, I'm not trying to get rich off the book. I'm trying to get rich off the content that's there, deliver that to the world, and find a way to monetize the content of the book in other ways. Is that fair? Uh, okay, I'll say I'll say it's fair that I'm trying to grow the business off the book, but not get rich. My goal has never been to get rich. Look, if it happens, it happens. My goal yeah. is to make a difference, provide value. But yes, yes. Awesome. So as you think about that, um, pour some fuel on the fire. Move from 19 to 2020. What are some of the key challenges you will face in getting to your 60% uh, growth target? That's a broad question. I'm going to let you get away with that one time. Right. So um, the I think the major challenge is going to be hiring, right? Hiring new people. Um, we need a new salesperson. Uh, we're going to need some trainers. Um, I haven't determined what the model is for our trainers, if it's going to be franchise or they're going to be all part of the ASG family. Um, so I would say the biggest one is going to be the additional people resources. Awesome. And that's that's what I heard in your prior calls, but I wanted to hear that. So so thanks. From a hiring perspective, you've gone down a road where you've tried to hire some people. And at least when you talked on one of these, you called the person the queen of pigs. It was a shit show. Um, and what I'm curious about is you have a process to bring somebody on board. You brought other superstars on board and you brought that person on board. So can you walk me through your process to bring on A players as you talk about in your recruiting firm, all those things. So you're recruiting, your recruiting team is recruiting for an A player for your team. Mm -hmm. Walk me through the process, how you find those A players for a sales guy. So yeah, so there's sort of an inbound and outbound. So the inbound is, you know, I, I'm shame on me. I'm sure Brady's watching this right now. So you're not doing enough of it. But I create content letting people know that we're hiring. It's whether I do a video or write something down or reach out to my, you know, my my following or whatever and let people know. Um, and then when we have a link, we there's a place to go to sign up and it's a link. And they have to, we don't want resumes. We ask them to fill out uh, a really quick 
form, like why they think they'd be a good fit, what's important to them. So we're more and more interested in who they are as people as we are, what it says on their resumes. Then, um, well, there's some, the way it's structured is to measure how, how they go through the process and how Brady structured the process gives us insight into how the person works. I can't give it away. She'd be mad as hell because everybody would do it. Um, but the, damn it, sorry. Ah, someone's calling me my stupid freaking Google line, you jackass. Leave me alone. Um, so, uh, so based on how well they fill that out, Brady then either calls them back or dismisses them. If she calls them back, then she sets up a, a call with her uh, and has an initial call with her. If she likes how that initial call goes, then she sets up, uh, has a project for them. And she, they have to do the project. If she likes how they handle the project, <clears throat> excuse me, she sends them to me and uh, I meet them. I look, I look over their project and um, it's the same company. You guys want to watch what happens if they call me again? Because I will go off. Um, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, uh, I look at their project. If I like them, Brady and I talk, then we bring them in again. Then they go through the Keenan interview, which I won't go too far into. And then if they pass the Keenan interview, um, then Brady and I get together and we determine if, uh, we collectively like them together and make them an offer, kick it to the curb. Did your queen of the pigs go through that process? Um, yes. A variation of it. We've been tweaking it over the years. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, in your past life. Uh, okay, everybody watch this. Everybody listen up and listen good. This is a fucker who's called me three times in a row. Hello? Hello? Yes. Can I speak with Mr. Jim? What do you want? You've called me three times in a row. I've hung up on you. What do you want? Why are you bugging me? Okay, sorry. Yeah, so you don't call someone three times in a row to get rid of my number. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, that's by the way, that's not how to do a call, people. If you're cold calling and you get a voicemail, you leave a message or you make a note to call a day later or several hours later. You don't keep calling the same number over and over and over and over. Clearly not answering for a reason. Now, that suck will never get in my business ever because he bugged me three times in a row. All right, so so, so uh, you have this process, your queen of pigs shit show went through that. We could spend time talking about why that didn't work, what was wrong. Um, really doesn't matter. You have the same process that delivers superstars, Brandy, I assume, or someone, Brady. Brady, sorry, has come into your team with that process. She's helping you refine it, but you also Brady, have to Brady built the process. She didn't come in through that process. She built awesome. it. She got in. Awesome. All right. So um, your first attempt, is that fair, using that process, delivered shit show? No. The reason, uh, no, that was my fault. All right. 100% my fault. That was user error, right? So I knew he probably wasn't the right person. But because the, we had originally made an offer to someone who then decided at the 11th hour, they didn't have the guts to make the jump, right? We're small company. We, we had just come out with the book. They're all panicked that it wouldn't work. And so at the 11th hour, they're like, oh, I can't make this jump. So what we did instead was we took the number two guy and we convinced ourselves that the number two guy could do a smaller part of the job, get us through till we found the number one guy. Big mistake, all my fault. Got it. Um, I also, in your book, you talk about two kind of salespeople. Uh, one is this challenger sales model. And the other, you have these nine qualities of a gap seller mm -hmm. that you highlight and talk about. Mm -hmm. Your process, identify those. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So that, that's the key, that at the end of the day, you find challenger sales reps that have these nine qualities. 
We find gap seller sales reps who have those qualities. All right. So yes. you're not looking for this challenger type model that says, hey, I can solve. So that was a, that was an example or a metaphor of what you're looking for. More yeah, look, I like challenger selling. I love it. I mean, you know, Matt Dixon loved the book and I, I know Matt. So I'd like the challenger model. But I, I, if I can find those nine, they'll challenger sell, they'll gap sell, they'll spin sell. Well, so more you talked about this mindset of they are problem solving, they'll confront. Yes. Um, so I'm using it not as the sales model, but instead that label that you okay, said yeah. socializers versus challenger. I'll go with that. On relationship. Um, you and I had an argument back and forth on LinkedIn one time about this. What's the most important trait for salespeople? Um, and I think we agree it's this autonomy, the ability to stand up, push. Yep. So how do you measure that in your process? So what? Okay. So in the process, uh, one of the things we do is well, which which am I measuring? Their ability to push back and take control and lead. Um, so in general, you have those nine qualities. Um, yeah. a, a better question would be: you have nine, but what would be most important? If you could pinpoint one, two, or three, and then more broadly, how do you measure whether or not this person has it? Or I'm going to leave you this yeah. question: Are you guessing at it? So I probably said a little bit of a guessing. Um, okay. um, it's hard to measure. So we, so for instance, uh, someone sees it's going to get the tips, the hints, but Brady's going to be mad at me. But uh, I, I can't give it away. But what I, I told you that in the process, there are certain things that Brady set up that she can see the actions of people. And so when it comes through, she does a quick little homework. It's like they didn't do one, two, three, five things. And she's like, well, that's not very impressive. Because based on what I, you know, based on what they need to get done, my logic and anybody who is a, who is a driver, who is uh, accountable, who um, uh, is a gap seller would have done, if not all of those, a handful of them. So she can see that piece, right? So uh, if I pushed you back, pushed on there and said, hey, are you measuring behavior or hardwired personality in that process? What would you say? That process is measuring uh, behavior. Okay. So in the end you and I both could agree we can change our behavior for a moment. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the typical interview. We can come in and I, I, we can say, hey, the best day you see them is the day of the interview. Yeah. Um, so um, I want to know. So in a way, you said, hey, I kind of guess at this in some sense. If I asked you what your revenue is year to date, are you going to guess? No, I know. Uh, based on what? You're going to go look at data. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, same with all your sales training. How many sales training events have you done this year? What were our scores that someone else talked about? So you have data around all of that. Mm -hmm. If I push back and said, what data do you have around the people that you're thinking about hiring that are on your team and how to motivate them, what would you say? I don't think we have any good data. So um, if you had this data and it was highly predictive, statistically strong and can help you find people that you had a higher degree of confidence. And over time you hired and said, they have these qualities and when they show up, they have them. Mm -hmm. Would that be meaningful? Okay. I hate that question. And I, and so no, this is the first coaching opportunity and salespeople do it all the time. And I've talked about it, right? What I would have preferred you do is you, ask, it's, it's the marriage question, right? Right. I prefer you go around and find my problem, then you would know if it's helpful. Because yeah. I like where you're going, but I'm not sure I have a problem because of scale. But see if you can do that differently. Get me to see a sure. problem. 
Sure. So um, we'll, we'll try to address both of those in the same series of questions. So um, I get it. You look and say, hey, I'm bringing people on board. You have a process. You get some data through the process. It's measuring behavior. Um, if you look and say, I want to understand how people are hardwired. And you look at that and say, I have a limited number of hires this year. How important is each one of these hires to you? Okay. Critical. Now, again, you asked, you asked, you asked a direct question about me to self-diagnose. So it's not bad, but I want to give you some help on this one because it will help you in the future, right? Yep. I would have asked about Doug more into the hires. Keenan, how many hires are you making this year? So um, I, I know that because you've talked about it on two other videos. So I'm, yeah, I'm you, you need to get me to say it. Like this, yeah, one, okay. this, yep. like, this is the coaching. So stay with me, David. Don't like I told you fix it, but it's gonna help you a lot. Okay. Yep. You say Keen, you know it's even better if you know, right? Like it's like the glove doesn't fit, you must quit. So I know it doesn't fit. So I'm gonna ask you to try it on, right? Awesome. So I want you to say how many hires you have this year. And I'm gonna say two or three, maybe four. Then you're gonna say, where are those hires coming from? I'm going to say salespeople. Then you're going to ask me, okay, when is that salesperson <clears throat> uh, supposed to come on? And I'm going to tell you, we budgeted them to come on at the beginning of the year. We're already behind. Then you're going to say, okay, <clears throat> if, you <clears throat> if you don't mind me asking, how much quota is that person supposed to carry this year? Right? So now, David, you've got me processing yep. how much. Okay, you just want to say something. I can see it in your body. No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. So now you've got me to you've got me thinking about the size of and the importance of that hire. Do you see what I'm doing? Yes. Right. So yes. now you don't have to ask me how important that hire is. You can say, so Keenan, this hire is critical, right? And I'm yes. like, yeah, it is. Then you can ask some of those other questions. So, so uh, what I know from your other calls is you've been trying to bring this person on since Q3, Q4. Yes. If you look at what you expect each of your salespeople, and we go to training in a minute to sell annually and you can give a range of numbers because i yeah. understand that to be sensitive yeah. what's that number it's well 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 into the six figures all right so we're a million bucks at minimum that you yeah. expect them to impact your business with a million bucks of revenue a high portion of that um i guess would drop the net income you're going to pay them you're going to pay yeah. them commission yeah. the rest goes to a salesguy.com sales guy and you're able to move and move that forward yeah. Yeah. so we could then calculate what each month of delay is worth. Yes, now you're talking. Now, and so, so you, you've already wasted a third of a million bucks um, in the time frame you've tried to do that. You brought somebody on board that failed. If we look at just last. So I like this too. I love where your head is going. But again, if you could put all that in questions. Got it. Right? Rather, like people, still people love to tell the buyer, right? Think about questions. Like everything you want to say, so Keenan, is it fair to say? Or what's that delay? What's that delay cost you? So if it's a million bucks over a year, know it already because I like how you did the math. Yeah. yeah. Right. So right. you've done the math. You say, so Keenan, wait a minute. You have you you have this person you expected to a million dollars. You've got a year. We're already into January. So you tell me, is it? Are you telling me? Is it fair to say that you're already out? Let's just go a hundred thousand dollars for you to math, right? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. Now that you put it that way, I am right. Uh -huh. Rather than telling me every time you ask me a question, it yeah. anchors me in my own problem. And it gets me involved in the conversation, David. Got it. So uh, with that, thanks. Um, from a process perspective, it sounds like it's somewhere between $100,000 and $300,000, correct? Uh, yes and no, because we didn't budget for that person in queue. So technically speaking, if we had them, they would have made it, right? But we didn't budget for it. We weren't counting on it. We took half of December off. So no, we haven't lost that much. 
But it's right. really, really here's the bone I'm gonna throw you. What's really concerning us is this year. Uh, so I get it. So you have this year coming, and what I was gonna ask is you've also said um, here and in other calls, it's one or two salespeople. So if you take a second one and add that impact into the year, yeah. what's the just if you don't hire, what's that cost? We're somewhere between now 100, 500. If it doesn't happen, a million bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if we don't hire salespeople, we're talking about a loss of anywhere from half a million to a million dollars. In your experience, you've managed other sales forces. There's a huge difference between your top, we'll call it 10, 20%, and just the average sales rep. Agreed? Yep. yep. Um, in your history, what's that kind of difference in terms of dollar impact and revenue or net income? Oh, I, I think you can just basically say the really good sales reps were consistently good. You know, they're anywhere from 20 to 30% outperform the average back. Yeah. So running a large sales for my experience was it's 2x. Okay. If I look at top performers over average, it's a 2x gap in performance. So if you say my average rep selling a million bucks, top Guys what are you selling me on? You're selling me an idea now. Keep me in my problem, right? Yep. Now, what you've done is what a lot of salespeople do. You've taken me out of my problem and you're taking me into some world that I'm not playing in right now, right? Because right. stay in my problem. Yep. So um, you're faced with how do I bring these people on? How do I make sure the people I hire are those top A-plus A players as you've talked about that have kick-ass attitude, that fill these nine qualities? And what I'm going to ask is, how do you assess that? You have a process. You you said, hey, at the end of the day, I kind of guess. So you're bringing them on. When do you know in that whole process, they come on board, start selling, that they're successful, that they are what you thought they were? First 45 days, I know. Super. So now we're already moving into the year and saying, if wrong, we have another 45 delay of impact, mm -hmm. those same dollar amounts. So now you're extending not only your delay of revenue, but your lost opportunity, which is all this revenue growth momentum, and um, also the potential impact to your potential clients that this guy's a, the, the second queen of pigs or shit show. And what does that mean for people that are embraced by your company? So, okay. So I, I see where you're going. Now, let me ask a really tough question. Yep. Okay. What problem do you think I have right now that you're selling to? So the problem I think you have is I um, am looking for superstar salespeople. Yeah. I have delayed because I've made an approach to do that. And I want to ensure the next people are superstar salespeople okay. that will impact my business. Okay. So, so let's take a step down. What's the, what is my specific problem? Um, in my world, you're guessing whether they're a superstar or not. Okay. So, that may be a problem, but it's not a problem I believe I have right now, right? And so you, I, I get where you're going. I get the logic. But how would you – what questions could you ask and or what um, – yeah, what questions could you ask to frame and see if that's actually a problem? Because, yeah, I was leaving that. That's actually a problem. So, so Keenan, right now this process delivered uh, Queen of Pigs shit show. Um, is this process going to give you the next superstar if you just keep it the same as it has been? So you're asking me to self-diagnose. And the problem with that is if someone has a shitty process, but they believe that process works, they're going to answer that with, yes, I believe it can. 
Okay. So what you need to learn to do is ask um, surrounding in from, again, that's sort of a marriage question, right? Do you believe you got a great marriage? Of course I do. And then I say, well, when's the last time you guys, you know, made whoopee, right? When's the last time you brought her out for a nice dinner? When's the last time you guys had a conversation? When's the last time you slept on the couch? All of those questions, like, okay, maybe I don't have a good marriage, right? So what I want you to think about here is, this is my two cents. I believe, and I'm going to give you another chance to see if there's another problem you solve, but I believe that your big, the problem, the key problem you solve based on the questions you've just asked is that bad hires, I hire the wrong people. And I saw where you went with that. You went right to my bad hire, so your gut was there. I told you that that bad hire was not my process, but my, uh, my decision to break ranks and put faith in something that I knew wouldn't work because I was behind in my timeline, right? My problem is I see it right now is actually the breadth of candidates, right? That's what I believe my problem is right now. Well, well what's interesting is I was going to push that. So can I do it for two seconds just to ask you a series of questions? I will give you that chance, yes. So you're looking at a bunch of candidates to try to find those superstars. If, yes. you, if you could just talk to those who have a high degree of likelihood, predictively, are these nine qualities, challenge your aggressive salespeople, and those are the people you focused on, um, would you be interested in uh, I'm gonna, uh, uh, yeah, see, it's hard, isn't it? You do what I mean? Here's what I want you I'm gonna sell for you. I'm gonna sell for you, right? Say yep. Keenan, how many candidates are you getting right now? Got it. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like less than two a week. Okay, why? Well, um, the it's a tough market right now. Um, our our recruiter has very small, thin, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Thin criteria of who to go after, right? We're not getting tons of inbound. Like I said in the beginning of the call, it's partially my fault because I'm not promoting it enough. This might help. Then we got 233 people watching. So you want a job, hit me, <laughs> hit me up. But anyways, right? And then what you have to do is if you can solve the problem of getting more people to apply and what you're going to tell me is you've got a process or a methodology that can get not only more people apply, but get the best people apply. Now you've got my attention. Like, whoa, okay, wait a minute, you've got my attention. But you, so, you, you've got to ask me those questions first, right? Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to diagnose my problem, not just say I have a problem. Got it. So, so in that process that you you have, you're interviewing and, and posting jobs. If we went through that and said, well, how many are you seeing? Do you know that number? Not many? many. Yes, not many. Less than one or two a week. I should ask Brady. Shame on me. But I'm going to say less than one or two a week. And if it's more than that, she's getting rid of them because she can't stand them. She's getting rid of the people because she sta can't stand them based on what? Based on the process she's built and how they uh, take the first step. There's a very clear first step that I talked to you offline. The only reason I'm going to talk to you offline, if I tell people what it is, they'll start doing it. And then I don't have a, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I, I don't want you to, to, to do the secret sauce deal. But okay. if you're looking at that process and people are coming in, um, it, when you look at that and you say, I want to ask you, is it that we're not seeing enough people come through that process or... Um, we're having to take a lot of people through that process to get the adequate number through. Which one is it is more true? It, it's both. We're not getting enough people to the door, right? In other words, it's where a restaurant and it's open and we're seating one or two people a day. And when we get them in, we don't like them as customers, I guess. Like, like yeah. Perfect. So um, it, it, the, the first problem is get more through the funnel. The second yeah. is, can we just talk to people that get through the funnel? 
Are you confident today the funnel you have delivers right results? I am. I am. I am. And it's because I really like what she's done. I really like what she's done. Yes. Um, yet, um, Queen of Pig Shit Show got through the funnel. That was my fault. Remember? No, no, let, me, let, me, let me be okay. clear here. Yep. I realize what you said about hiring him. He went through the funnel. You spent all that time and energy even entertaining him as a potential. Okay, so I like where you went there. I like where you went there. Here's my next piece of here's my macro sense of feedback to you. Okay. Dan, I mean David, however you can train your brain to when you want to make a statement, turn it into a question. It will be the great you will watch, because I can tell you're good, man. You're smart, you're processing, you're good, but you are you're you're you really get a tell mentality. So right there, your gut was telling you that something went wrong with the queen of the pigs. If you had learned to ask that, again, say, okay, Keenan, other than the fact that you went, chose to hire him, why did he even get that far in the process in the first place? Perfect. Thank right? you. Yes, learn to get me to tell you because what you want is you want validation for all your beliefs, right? And you, know, you never get those when you tell somebody. But if you have a feeling right? That something is amiss or something is wrong. Try to frame the question in a way to get the buyer to tell you what's behind that. So if you'd ask me why, I would have said, you know what? That's a great point. And in this case, one, I told you that we tweaked the, tweaked the system to make it better. Two, we had, um, we had, he was a candidate for another gig and came in second. And that person that, that we were the recruiting firm for, so we had sourced him before. And the person who comes second really, 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 really liked him and almost hired him to hire two because he really liked him. So there was some bias in the pro there was some bias in the process overall. So you could argue if you're gonna say that your process prevents bias, that would get my attention, I'd be like it. But really, that was a one-off thing. Like it's sort of like all the stupid things came together, right? I was behind, the person made the offer to um, bailed on us after they we made the offer. This person came with um uh, came from another situation, already had some sort of relationship with them, blah, blah, blah. It was a perfect storm that screwed us. Super. Yeah, yeah. From a last question, you, you are recruiting for this yourself. I'm not a recruiter. I'm not touting any recruiting. Um, yeah. If you were your own client, how would you be viewing the success of this recruiting effort? Mm, I am my own client. And not, you know, matter of fact, I'm actually going to make a call after this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too stoked about it, actually. I'm not too stoked about it. So, so um, I'll offer this. Um, I'm not telling you anything today. I don't want to. I got something that you can try for free for 30 days. Okay. Tell me, this. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me exactly what your product does. So it's a personality assessment tool. From a hiring standpoint, you get 10-minute link that could be included in your process. They complete it. You get very accurate predictive statistical data that would answer your nine qualities that would tell you they're challenger type people and you could eliminate 80% of the people you're talking to. Okay. I have a question for you. Do you guys do custom? So it depends what you mean by that. So if we wanted to build a gap selling evaluation tool to assess gap sellers on the specific gap selling criteria, is that something you guys could build? So the answer would be yes. And the way we would do that is we would treat this as this is a job you're hiring for. And we would say, what are the ideal personality traits? And we have a tool that you and your team go through. 
it spits out here are the ideal personality traits that we're going to look to. And then every applicant is scored against that as a percentage match. Okay, but you don't white label, but you don't white label it. Uh, we could, um, and that would take a conversation with our owner. Um, he has a, a group of independent licensees that sell the product uh, all all over North America, uh, actually all over the world, but focused primarily on North America. That he could offer, um, and I would have to introduce and find that and see if there's interest. Um, so this is where this is where you might get my interest. Um, and just to set expectation, we were looking at this earlier, but we have so many initiatives right now, we, we, we have to slow roll them, right? Um, but we are seriously entertaining developing a gap selling branded um, assessment tool. So again, we go into all these companies and we train all these people. And then the first thing they say is, well, how do I hire a gap seller? Well, if we can create a white label system that we could, that that's cloud-based and when we train people, we can just send them out. You see what I'm saying? Yes. We, that's we, what that's what this is. Uh, so the question is white label. Um, the other question I could ask you is, is that a business you want to get into? Or could you, okay, um, based on expertise, need, business opportunity, all those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't necessarily feel any compunction to build it myself. Right? Perfect. Absolutely, I want a branded gap selling assessment tool to add to the the number of offerings that we have here to help strengthen gap selling. Gap selling is dope, and we and it's hard, so we want to help people uh, be successful. At it. And, um, could you also operate in a different way, which is I don't have to have it white label, but I could have this is our preferred tool and some sort of financial arrangement for that referral. No. Okay, that's fair. And, it's a great question. It's a great question, um, but the brand to us is so important. Right. I mean, I spend, as you can tell, a lot of time building this brand, sales guy gap selling that everything I do, whether it's behind the scenes, we own it, we don't own it, we outsource it. It's going to be gap selling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if interested, I could throw you a uh, survey for yourself. We could review your results and see, hey, does this yeah. That'd be fun. I'd do it. That'd be fun. Perfect. Uh, after all I need that is your, well, I have, uh, I think your email. I'll just send you a, a link. Okay. That took less than 10 minutes to complete. You and I can review your result. And go, hmm. No, like, I'm going to ask a bigger favor. I'd love to do it, but if I only get one, I'd love to have my salesperson do it. No, no, no. So you can send it to as many people on your team as you would like. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Even, I'm happy to help you look at a couple of these incoming candidates Ooh. and weigh in on the process through that demo. So just say, how would this work? What does it mean? What data do we get? How insightful is it? Um, because it also drives you to, Areas of personality you should be asking questions about in the interview. Wow. All right. Yeah, this is interesting. I will play with it. That was well done. I don't think, like, like I said, and this is a great lesson for everybody. I'm willing to play with it. And, and by the way, I appreciate the offer. You didn't offer it's okay as well. I don't know that my problem is big enough to invest money into it. So this is why the gap is so powerful, everybody. Pay attention. Right now, I'm not hiring a lot. Right now, we have a process that I believe works. So, yes, is there a gap? Could David company, what's the name of your company, David, so everybody knows? Uh, helping Bulls Thrive in China Shops, and the tool is called Culture Index. Culture Index, and the business is literally helping bulls thrive in what? China Shops. China Shops. Holy shit, that's a big name. Okay, everybody pay attention. So, look, I, this is why Gap is so important, everybody. I don't know that I have a, a problem and a gap that's big enough yet, but there may be something there. So the fact that um, David went through this whole process – He's discovered that maybe I might be interested. I'll talk, but you really got to know that if you want someone to buy something and invest money, 
it's got to be a big enough gap to invest money, right? So you got an interest. I'm willing to at least continue to play. And if I can refer you to other people, it would be my pleasure. Um, so in, in, in final um, closing, my again, my biggest ask, uh, recommendation to you, David, is learn to flip all those passionate statements that you want to make to tell the person, learn to flip that shit into questions. You want the buyer processing. When you tell, they're only going to listen for a certain while. Sometimes they're going to check out. You may have told them something super important, but they just checked out. They missed it, right? But if you keep them thinking and you get the data and you build the case back to the marriage question, it's like, look, I, is it fair to say I know you love your wife or your husband, your spouse? I know you love your spouse, but based on what you said that you slept on the couch last week, she, uh, you called her a name, she called you a name, you don't go out on dates. Is it fair to say that there's probably some areas that for growth and improvement? What are they going to say? No. I mean, they already gave you the answers. Right? Yeah, got but it, if you tell them, they're not going to hear you. Appreciate the time, Keenan. Thanks for the chance. Yeah, my pleasure. You did a great job, dude. I love your enthusiasm. Okay, everybody. You know what I'm going to say? If you got a product that you think I need, that I have a problem, come on and gap sell me and I will buy it. But you got to do this public and be up for the criticism. Up for the criticism. All right, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, thank you very much, David. I love you. I, I like you. You got a warm feel to you, man. <laughs> I like you. All right. <clears throat> Even if I didn't and it was big enough, I'd still buy from you. David. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. I'll keep you informed when the next one's coming. You know what I'm going to say? Until next time. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it. Get it. Hate means I do something.